0: hey i'm jamie and i'm here with greg illustrator animator movie director ultra trail runner and all those good things greg just before we were talking about you said something about
1: getting inspired by observing other people sure man yeah um it's more like I, i need to flesh out this idea more uh which is why i wanted to talk to you about it um but it's but it's pretty basic. Essentially, the idea is that a lot of the time, I think we tend to attribute our behavior to ourselves. So we think we are making you know very conscious decisions to behave in certain ways, and a lot of the time, I think that we are. And again, obviously, I can only speak for myself, but I would I would wager that a lot of a lot of us are like this. Um, you know, we while there are of course certain things that are unique to us i think by and large we're imitative creatures so we we see behavior that we admire or that we fear and either we imitate it or we avoid behaving like that to av- to avoid being like something um
0: did did you did you bring it up originally saying that sometimes you imitate people
1: and it's a bad view no i don't think it's bad i just i've realized that that's how we grow you know we we find people that we admire whose stories resonate with us and then we imitate them yeah and but but it never looks quite like you're imitating them because each person is so unique so you know for example i'm 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 listening to the audiobook right now of um, rich roll you know called going ultra and you know because my life is so far removed from his, I live on the other side of the world, I have a different name, I look different, everything's different. Even though I'm even though I am imitating him, it doesn't quite look like I'm imitating him because there's so much different, you know? Yeah. But but essentially I am imitating him in a way. I'm trying to eat more like him. I'm trying to, you know, meditate like him. I'm trying to um, pursue fitness like him well the thing is you're copying a lot of his behaviors and right. that's what i'd say is imitation right i mean I'm, i i would say that i'm uh, i'm doing this even more so with david goggins you know yeah um even even from you know whether it's um pursuing running like him or speaking like him you know yes. adopting adopting some of the figures of speech that he uses or the the way that he swears, uh, yes. his intensity with speech.
0: Which is also imitation of a mindset. Yeah. That's well, what you do with
1: speech. Yeah. I mean, and and why I think this is so interesting is that we tend to think that children, at least it seems as well to me, we tend to kind of dismiss imitation as something that kids do. Like they pretend right. to be their favorite superhero or they pretend to act like their dad. Um, and actually... We, I think we do that throughout our whole, uh, throughout our lives. Mm. Um, We we see people that we admire, and whether it's conscious or not, we start to act like them. We start to speak like them, dress like them. Yes, and we become our own person because, like I said earlier, there's so many differences in us that make uh, make it possible for us to seem unique. But so much of that, so much of that. so much of us is based on imitation, yeah you
0: know? I think yeah, for me that what gets me excited about that is it makes you think if you if you do believe that to be true, like when you start observing someone, you start to take on their traits and their characteristics and their behaviors mm. and stuff like that, um which I think is a thing i think it it's a thing that happens to us i don't think it's a thing that we do i don't think no, i don't think we consciously are like okay i'm going to Because they wake up at this time, I'm going to wake up. Because they meditate, I'm going to do this. I think we just, like it happens to us. We want to wake up. We want to meditate.
1: We're we're naturally imitative. Yes. Okay. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's what I'm saying. So We do do it it unconsciously. Exactly. Which means that the conscious part of us could then say, well, if that's going to happen to me consciously, how do I make sure that i'm observing and imitating the people that are going to get me where i want to be exactly
1: which yeah. is really cool exactly because yeah. and you've hit them on the head man i think that's one of the problems that people make when they 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 find themselves in a situation when their friends aren't you know pursuing the goals that they want to pursue or acting in a in, acting in a way that they would like their friends to act um they kind of they think to themselves oh i guess I I I can pursue my goals and have this kind of mediocre bunch of friends. Um, and again, there's nothing wrong with being mediocre, but if, but there is something wrong with being mediocre if you want more. So let's say you want to run further, you want to um, compete in you know athletic competitions, ultras, Spartan races. You want to get good at a sport. Um, you want to start a business. You want to make more money. Um, all those things require sacrifice and. Um, Yeah. And you might be hanging out with mediocre
0: people and you identify in yourself that you want to pursue something more.
1: Right. Right. So, so you might think, as I think most people do, you might think I can hang out with these people and I'll be fine. You know, I'll, I'll be able to get to my goals because, um, all my behavior is only attributable to me. And I have, I'm not influenced by these people. And, but then, But that's why it's so important to be conscious of the fact that we are imitative. Like, okay, it's all good and well that you have those goals, but you're probably gonna, without knowing it, you're probably gonna imitate the behavior of Mm. your friends. Mm. There'll be days, of course, where maybe you are an outlier. Maybe you run, you go on a 10K despite the fact that no one in your group runs. But you'll tend back to But yeah, you'll always be pulled. It's like gravity, you know? You're always being pulled.
0: And Something that I've worked out with this thing is that I think... Uh, sometimes people can get the wrong impression of this. the switches. Uh, Drop all your friends and go find super athletes or go find mega entrepreneurs and hang out with them. What I'm starting to realize is your friends are really important as friends. Yes. Really, really, really important. So you need to keep, unless your friend is legitimately bad for you, then maybe you need to get rid of them. Right but friends are really good for you. So keep your friends and then surround yourself in other ways with people that push you in the way you want to
1: get pushed. Yeah. And and I'm not suggesting for a moment that you, you, you you know, give up on your mates or you become self-righteous and think that you're better than everyone because you want to run in a marathon or something. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. I guess what I'm saying is, is, yeah, it speaks. I didn't think that's what you're saying. I just wanted to clarify. Uh, but, But you're, you're on, you're on the right track. Um, you know, friends are important, but if you want to pursue goals that lie beyond the realm of their capabilities um, or even their interests, yeah. you know, it might be a lie beyond their radar completely, Yeah. then it's not about dropping your friends. It's about seeking out more friends who can help you with those goals. So for example, yes. something that I've done is because of this goal of mine to do this hundred kilometer run, I've actively actively put myself out there into the running community and I've joined Tuesday trails. I've joined a running group. And now I don't look to you or my close immediate group of friends for this running support. I now have a community of people that um, I can, I can go to that, that uh, inspire me, that can push me and that are really um, take helping me take my running to the next level. I mean, one of my friends, Sean, for example, he's also running running the hundred. Um, this is a guy who's run hundreds, hundred uh, kilometers before. He wants to run a hundred miles. Like to be around someone like that, you know, you yeah. you can't help but start to imitate them in small ways. Yes, and that's the beauty of being conscious of this process of imitation is that you can say to yourself, okay, like I need to seek out the right people to imitate. Mm. You know, I need to, because I and, I, and I think that there's actually, even though, like, I I guess on some level, this this conversation could sound, it could sound quite cold hearted to some people, to, to, to sensitive people. Yeah. But it's actually quite a humble thing. It, you know, there's a lot of humility involved in, in, in the sense that by saying, Th- I can't do this on my own. I need to seek others out to imitate. What you're saying is, you know, I'm. I don't have this. I I don't have all the answers. Yeah. You're saying this is bigger than I am, um, and I actually need to to reach out and and gain the support of yeah. other people. I was going
0: to say that, yeah. You need support. You're saying I Build need relationships. Yeah, relationships. I need
1: influence from another place right now. Yeah, you're you're acknowledging a power higher than your own. Yeah, your own will. Because if because if you look, I mean, I guess there are probably some people out there, like some outliers who do hang out, who, who have friends who aren't achieving what they're achieving and who are somehow magically just, you know, yeah. very talented. But like what I'm trying to
0: think about recently is how do you bet on a winning strategy? Yeah. Because yeah. a winning strategy it would be getting involved with runners rather than trying to be the outlier. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, yeah. it happens in such small ways, man. Like for instance, now that you're part of a running group, people will say hey does anyone want to go on this crazy run and all you have to do is say yes like the run's happening already yeah exactly you don't need to come up with the run plan a time yeah in small ways now suddenly the friction for you to actually get done what you want to get done has been reduced so much whereas the alternative is you thinking to yourself oh it might be nice to run far then messaging all your friends who don't want to run and then having to force yourself out of the house and run by yourself, yeah. which is not impossible, like you you can do it, but you wanna increase the chances of you getting those opportunities to do what you wanna do. Yeah, And joining a group, a running group, is, is a really clear example of, this is the thing I wanna do, let me join a group of people who wanna do it as well. You're not having to Convince them. You're not having to drag them out of no, race. If
1: anything, they're they're the ones having to convince me because yeah, they've been running longer. They gone crazy runs. They, you know, they're really pushing the envelope. So yeah, it's it's just a win-win. And you know,
0: another thing is they're encouraging you to get better. Yeah, there's are you Yeah, whereas if you with if you're hanging out with people who don't share the same goal, they actually sometimes discourage most of the time discourage you because they think no, why would you? Why would you want to do that? Are you sure yeah. you want to do that? Which again, or disclaimer has yeah. value. Like you need to take in a lot of perspective. So you understand like maybe there are some risks involved. Yeah. But most of the time, the people who aren't doing the thing that you want to do, they don't know if it is best for you. Yeah. But the running group might, they are runners. So they're going to say, Hey, look at us. We're enjoying it. Come do this big run.
1: You'll love it afterwards. Yeah. Or, and maybe during, I mean, if you, here's an interesting thought you know what is what is the ideal way of being so the ideal (laughs) the question but but an ideal way of being to me would it's quite simple it's it it works like this what do you want to do okay so let's say you want to run okay well there is no to me at least there's no just running you know, you you want to run, but you also want to get good at running. That's yeah. what that's what I consider to, to, to for something to qualify as a genuine want. I'm assuming that you you also don't you don't just want to do that thing, you want to do it and get good at it. Otherwise, what's the point in doing it? Do you, Do you want to? I mean, I've got some ideas to say, like maybe not. Do you want to just move on to the next point, or do you want to chat a little? Okay, bit Okay, so let me just try expand on this yeah, okay. So so it's it's something like the ideal way of being is that each person can choose to do something and pursue something and can have a community of people to do it with that encourage them, that offer them opportunities to do the thing that they want to do, that offer them opportunities to improve, that give them mentorship guidance. So whatever it is, yeah, it's like, do you want to make money? Cool. Well, the ideal way of being is that that want is then like, manifests itself by joining you, joining a community of entrepreneurs or like a think tank. And then there's space for you to talk about your idea. People aren't, um, don't talk down to you. They're very encouraging. They give you constructive feedback. Like that's, that's the dream. Yeah. That's That's, the dream. It's the dream. And whether it's think about school, it's like, I want to, I want to learn things. So there's this huge structure called school, a system called school. And, school does that you know offers a big community support they yeah. teach you it's like school's very idyllic you know same with the thing with university and there are companies who offer that 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 kind of system as well to to new to 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 um, postgrads you know who've who are entering the job market they train yes. them they teach them they um, anyway i guess what i'm trying to say is th- the ideal way of of really living is to is to feel free to uh, to say what it is you want, and then to pursue what what you want to do. Yeah, with a community that supports you, mentors you, encourages you, and shows you the right way to go. It's very. I would say that it's it's almost more unusual. Like it's 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 sad that that we don't that we that that seems so rare to us. You know that it seems so unusual to have those communities. It should it should be unusual not to have the communities. Why do you think it seems unusual? At, at least you it, mean because people normally try
0: get done what they want to get done by staying with the current group of people and trying to beat the
1: odds. Well, yeah. Well, I I guess I guess I, I guess what I'm speaking about is um what I'm speaking to is the f- the fact that our society seems very individualistic these days. And, yes, and we are quite separated and and um our, we we don't we don't openly talk about community yeah. in the way that we talk about say electricity you know it's not like it's not like we need so, it as much so it's, as an example for instance i get what you're saying
0: so the individual is the is the thing that gets spoken about so it says oh you want to so someone says oh i want to get really good at running so people say, oh, well, how are you going to train? What are you going to do? Like, what program are you going to do? Yeah. Can, the first also,
1: can't like, you know,
0: are you good at running? It's like, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they so they speak. Yeah. What What are your current capabilities? Who are you yeah. to think you can run? Um, whereas what, what we kind of suggesting is maybe the first thing that should be said is cool. Which running group you're going to join? Yeah. Well, like, that's the yeah. first thing. You should join a running group. Yeah. You, yeah. you should join a running group. Before you do anything. Yeah. You should join a running group. That should you know? be the media, and also not like it would be nice if you joined a running group. It could help you no, more. It's like, like you got to join a doubt, running group, you've
1: got to join a running group. You got to join a running group. Yeah, it's like, do you want to do you want to learn how to do something? Great, well, go join a class. You know, get involved. Yeah, because wow, because this you know this speaks to something that I, that's been on my heart for a while, which is this idea, and I mentioned this to you before as well. It's like this this really crazy idea, which is that. This modern conception of the individual is actually very unnatural. Yeah, you know, and that comes back to the, the this whole bind and grind concept, which is why I find working alone to be so hard. I mean, of course, always there are exceptions, there are people who will enjoy it, but by and large, I think that most of us are wired, hardwired so deeply to be to exist in community with others and the reason i say that being indiv- an individual is unnatural is that for for a human to exist it requires two people do you know what i mean for a stable yes. human to exist it requires two people to take care of that one person for 18 years yeah do you know what i mean for because uh, again someone might say Oh, you don't need to bring them up it's like and th- what says they need to be stable? It's like, well, surely that... I'm talking about like an ideal way of being. So yes. sh- the ideal way... The ideal society is a society with stable people. Stable people who... Yeah, stable people who are functional and... They're functional. contribute. They, they can manage their temptations. They don't have any... They, they can manage their bad habits. They 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 understand the so- the subtleties and nuances of the social contract. They... They have a good work ethic. They're industrious. They're they they love their families. They're loyal. They you know, all these great things. Um, obviously, obviously, no one's perfect, but man, there it's definitely possible to to have those kinds of societies. And and I think it all starts with community. It starts with and actually not not community. It starts with family. Yeah, you know. And anyway, like there is no such thing as an individual because an individual relies on a family if, if you know what i'm saying so yeah. it's like it's an abstract concept that we've invented there, but there really is no we we're we're always we're always entangled in our parents in our neighbors in
0: yeah do you mean do you maybe mean that as another way of looking at it there's too much expectation on the individual, yes. that's actually
1: unfounded. Yes, it's unfounded, because because for hundreds and thousands of years, no one, no one acted as an individual. Yeah. For hundreds and thousands of years. It's only in the last, like, I don't even know, man. I mean, well, the thing is there's so much, I mean,
0: and we've fallen into it, we've been bumbling along, and now we've yeah. fallen into this thing where it's actually possible for an individual to have expectations put on them, Yeah, because yeah. as an example, it's possible now for someone to earn enough money as an individual to be able to live in accommodation by themselves. It's possible, which hasn't been possible before. So we've been bumbling along, and now suddenly this is possible. And as a result, we've, I don't know, what would be interesting is why have we gravitated towards that? Why have we gravitated towards, oh, well then what makes sense is because I can afford to live by myself, I will which is quite interesting. Yeah. Why don't we gravitate and, back towards community?
1: And someone might say to this, oh, well, you know, I can't, you know, it's not like I can f- force myself to get married. But this is also, th- this is another problem is the concept or conception of community is also so one dimensional. I mean, why don't, for example, why aren't, why aren't you and I and Gray living as three in a you know three bedroom apartment, or uh, why don't we bring in another friend and live four together? Yeah. You know, and and why don't we pursue that? Why why is that idea not at the forefront of our minds? Like we should be actively trying to create that's what that I'm community. Yeah, but that's
0: what I'm saying. Why you know? th-
1: that's quite an interesting question, though. Why? Yeah. Why why are we so lax? And for
0: me, you know? for me, the why starts coming out in you know with people following the path of least resistance. It might seem trivial to point out these little details, but because people will go with the path of least resistance, I think it's worth pointing them out. And practical stuff, like for three people to move into a place together, you have to coordinate three different people with three different preferences of rent. You have to find a place that can accommodate three people. You have to go to the place and all three bedrooms have to be good enough. For th- um, um, it sounds trivial, but that's a lot of effort v- versus finding with two people versus finding with one person. So I know, I know friends who've moved in by themselves because they say it's just easier. Yeah. But like, it's okay. Yeah. Maybe it's easier, but it might not be the best thing for you.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's easier for the, for the first, uh, for the, for the next couple of weeks of organizing where you need to live. But for the next couple of years, it's rough, it's hard and rough. And, and also this is the thing is, is you don't, we don't quite know, You know, we don't quite know what a successful community is capable of, you know? It's like, there's this wonderful quote about community in a book. Um, It's something like, you know, all the the Wright brothers needed to see was that, or all people needed to see when the Wright brothers flew their plane was that it could get off the ground. And the moment people realized that it could get off the ground, they knew that the future was flight. In, In other words, they didn't need to see the Wright brothers take off initially and then fly for the seven hours across the Atlantic. You know <laughs> All they needed was a bit of evidence that yeah. this thing had potential, yes. and then they did, and then they'd work at it till they mastered it. Wow. And that's a really interesting way of thinking about community. And the problem is, I think a lot of us, we see our communities take off a little bit, but then they fall back to the ground and we think, "Ah, oh, useless. I'm going to live by myself." Yeah. Or ah oh, useless. I'm I'm going to I don't know, do take the easy route and avoid um you know, trying to find a third person for my for my little commune or whatever. Um and I think it's because we don't we don't have the patience and we don't have the vision to imagine what it would be like if we pursued a communal living more ambitiously or creatively and um and obviously it would be challenging. But but there into me is the therein lies the how to phrase this correctly it's like i want to say therein lies the answer to a lot of our problems because i think it's the challenge of living in community that is life itself i mean that's that's suddenly going really deep wow man but but that's and that's the missing piece maybe that's the missing piece so it's either like you're gonna you know from like in my case i i live with my um flatmate gray but we both work a lot he, he's often out um and and we, we we're quite separated you know we don't we don't we never eat together we our doors are often closed and um that's because we're, neither of us are making the effort to exist in community um but then again you know we're, we have very different personalities we work different hours um But I think,
0: but what you, but what you're saying, I I think it's really big to say the effort involved, like it's not, it's not trivial. Like there is effort involved, but the point is it's worth it. The effort is worth it. And we maybe don't have enough examples and it's not brought to light where there are examples to say the reason we, you know, group of people, the reason we're thriving is because of community because the story that gets told, maybe it's the media, man. there's (laughs) Yeah. there's <laughs> always the media. There, I think in general, well, there's something, okay, it's not the media. It's our, it's our response to the stories that they tell the stories about the individual. We love them and we love them. So even to even something like Mark Zuckerberg as an example, for some reason, people love the story that he was this genius kid that went and built it all himself, but he had people around him the whole time. Yeah, the, man. All the transitions that he made. So starting out in college, he had his roommates with him and they coded with him. Mm. And then when he, when Facebook started getting big, he had investors and advisors and people that were helping him along the way. So, So there were definitely points in his ascent where he would have not had enough. I mean, he was a clever guy, so you can't take that away from him, but there were definitely points where he would have been, wouldn't have been able to get as far as he did. And then a community of smart people with skills that he needed helped him get further and further and further but that's not the story that's told so we're not we're not getting any like you were saying about imitation and inspiration to imitate mark zuckerberg it looks like what you should do to imitate him is to be hyper individualistic and just put your head down and code but actually what we don't get to see is that the way to imitate mark zuckerberg is to surround yourself with smart people but yeah. we don't see
1: it yeah a similar thing is like with uh, ray dalio yeah you know if you if you've read his book principles you know, that a lot of his successes, obviously he's a very talented guy, but just like Zuckerberg, so much of his success is owed to the fact that um, he surrounded himself with good people and he put a lot of effort into, into forging powerful relationships. Yeah.
0: Um, he's. I, I heard an interview with him recently, and it was so awesome to hear him say that his, his big thing is that he feels like what he's getting up to is him hacking through a jungle and he's trying to solve things. and He's trying to get somewhere. And for him, it's most important about who the people he has around him are and who's mm. in the jungle there with him. And yes. he says he's, he's, uh, he's at the point now where he doesn't even want to hack through to the other side of the jungle. He's enjoying so much hacking inside the jungle with the people around him. Right, and it's all it's all but, about people to but, him.
1: But that's but that's I think speaks to again to the the purpose of life. The purpose yeah. of life is to be in relationship with other humans and and to and to manifest whatever it is that you've got inside you in in community with others. You know, so um, coming back to um, you know working alone, being at home alone, struggling with with problems of isolation so much of it is it seems so obvious to me it's like we're, we're this is not a natural way of being it's there's something deeply deeply wrong with with i with isolating yourself and being cut off and my i often wonder you know how many people are experiencing these kind the of side effects of isolation without even understanding what they're experiencing thinking thinking of it in individual terms so thinking I'm too lazy or I procrastinate too much or I'm not good enough or I have no ambition. It's like, no, maybe you're just alone. Yeah. And that's the problem. Well, maybe, man. maybe anyone in your position, maybe most people in your position would go through the exact same things.
0: Yeah. It's not you. It's the
1: situation yeah, that you're like, in. Like I, I spoke to you earlier uh, before we started this podcast, I was, we, had, we were making tea and I was telling you about how one of the big problems I have is I, I have a big problem with procrastination. And I can, man, I, I can really beat myself up about that. You know, I can think to myself, often th- I think to myself, you know, you're, 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 not, you're not ambitious enough. You're not, you're not productive enough. You're not industrious enough. You, you're dropping the ball and can get really hard on myself. And then I look around on on social media, and there's other artists as well who seem to be working alone, who're doing well. And again, there, again, as I always say, there's always exceptions. Yeah. There's people who will thrive alone. Um, but also, like what you said, seem to be working alone. Yeah. Who because there's no to be other working. way
0: you can see it. It just looks like an individual posting their work. Right. But they might actually have a community
1: and team around them. Right. Exactly. Um, and. But, but the honest truth for me is, man, I'm, I'm very social and all of the problems that I've experienced in the last, say, since June last year, which is when I started working so intensely at home alone, um, man, all of them are linked to that, that being isolated and, and being cut off from a community. Because you, you know what it is, man? Like a, what, a, what, what a community does is what, what, what other humans do is they, they pull you outside of yourself. Mm. And that, to me, is the ideal state of being. It's it's a state of being where you're you've got this beautiful integration of you as an individual integrating with the community. You know what I mean? It's it's per, both are per, both are perfectly balanced. You, so you bring a lot of your individualism to the group, and you you but you never let you never let either one overwhelm the other. You're always balanced. You're integrated. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and when there's too much emphasis on either end for example if you're if you if you're defined too much by the group you lose touch with who you are but if you're too defined by who you think you are you yes. lose touch with the group yes yes you know and the group is like hold on who's this weirdo and sometimes that that's good like sometimes visionaries like steve jobs need to kind of push themselves away from the group and say i have a vision follow me and everyone's yeah. like okay let's go but for a lot of us, um, pushing ourselves away from the group comes at a great cost. And that's why we have to live in a balance with the group in harm, yeah. you know, I mean, I, yeah, uh, I can relate, man. I
0: think I'm also quite have been in the past quite hard on myself when I've been, uh, isolated. Like recently I was living in an apartment with, a, uh, with my flatmate, friend of mine, and he was traveling a lot. So a lot of the time I was, uh, I was there at the apartment by myself and the, the thing is, like, when I was feeling low and down and something was wrong, I was quite hard on myself to think, what's going on? How can I solve this? Uh, you know, what, am I, what could I do differently? And for me, I was thinking, maybe there's just this primal part of your brain that's freaking out and saying, if you don't find community, you're going to die
1: yeah like that yeah.
0: that's deep that's yeah, deep, deep in us man there's that primal thing that's that's just reacting saying there's something wrong there's something wrong there's something wrong there's something wrong
1: and our yeah, our yeah. Conscious you're, you're brain, alone in the jungle
0: alliance yeah. coming yeah
1: Quick, quickly find community
0: quickly yeah and for yeah. us for us in the modern that's, world yeah, i like
1: that man that's good
0: yeah in the modern world we the illusion is like no you're fine because we are or, fine we yeah. can eat and we've got shelter and like there's there aren't any
1: lions or you're so i mean what like speaking speaking to this exact point why do you think that motivation motivational books self-help books why do you think it's such an ex- it's such an explosive industry nowadays why why is it generating so much money it's because people think it's them you know what i mean Whoa. people think yeah. like i'm broken I need like, there's something wrong with me. Yeah. And well, that's all
0: well, that I can. Yeah. I can relate you know? to that. That's what I did think. I thought
1: what's going wrong with yeah. me. Like, what can tough, I do? Toughen up, Jamie. That's what you probably thought. Yeah. Sometimes. yeah like yeah. toughen up, you know, what's wrong with you? Why are you acting like such a, yeah? know, get your act you together. Know? Yeah. It's, it's like, man, so many thoughts can go through your mind in those moments. And
0: I like what you said earlier is you, you thought to yourself in, in your situation thinking, this is the situation I'm in and this is how I'm reacting. I'm procrastinating and and whatnot. I'm thinking, would anyone else in this situation also be reacting the same way? And you kind of came to the conclusion for yourself. That's like, yeah, it would be reasonable. Like anyone who's as isolated as I am probably would develop a bad habit here or there. Like I have, Yeah. which that I think is key. Like to relate it to my story is the same thing. Like anyone else living in an apartment by themselves, um, I mean, there's other life factors, like maybe maybe your work life is uh, in a certain, like uh, thriving and, and you go for social drinks and food after work and then you go back to an apartment and you actually like the time alone. So, you know, there's tons of environmental factors involved. Yes. But um, what we can say for sure is that that time alone in the apartment is going to be an isolating time and anyone else... In that situation would also be affected in a similar way
1: right and and i think that it's wait it,
0: quick thing yeah, yeah maybe it's an introvert extrovert thing as well so i need to say yeah, yeah, i think yeah, both yeah. of us have like extroversion tendencies so we get charged up when so, we're around okay. other people so maybe maybe this is only relevant to extrovert yeah. people to yeah. some extent because i think both introverts and extroverts are going to have that primal community thing I think even introverts want to feel part of something, yeah. be contributing and stuff. But I think it, you know, it may or may not. I have no idea. It might affect extroverts more, but it might be wrong.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, I I like to say that, um, you know, ideas are a lot like medicine. You know, so they they work if if you're ill. You know, so what we're talking about here it's it's going to be relevant to people who have diagnosed themselves with a with a problem that is similar to ours that we are, that they you know craving community they feel too alone isolated. if people don't feel like that, then maybe what we're saying is interesting but not as relevant and that's fine yeah and that's pretty much goes for any idea around it's like
0: but but I but you know even based on what I said i they I think. I think there is enough to say that because of how we are a community species, yes. a community animal, yeah, that, yeah. that it probably affects yes. anyone yeah, and who buy themselves for a long enough time.
1: Exactly. And what, and what I would say is I would say that uh, I would go so far as to say that the, the onus is more on introverts to, to find space in the community. The onus is not on people to seek community it should be the other way around and and i think that's what's strange Wait, say that again so the onus shouldn't be on people to find community and look i'm speaking very idealistically here so yeah. i I'm, I'm speaking in a way that you know like i i'm talking um very hopefully about what the world could or should be like gotcha. not necessarily what it is like but gotcha. the natural state of things should be that we have access to community, that we're involved in community. the natural state shouldn't be that we're isolated and have to seek out community. It should be that we're in community and we can and we on our own can seek out spaces of seclusion, solitude, and then return to the community. That to me feels far more that seems far more. Uh, conducive to like a, a stable life than a life where you are always alone and having to seek out community. You know, so 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 yeah. On, on I get one, what you're saying. Yeah, you know, on the one hand, community is natural. You're seeking out solitude and isolation for your own mental well-being. On the other hand, so isolation is normal, and you're seeking out the community. And I feel like we've moved from the one to the other. Yes, where we've gone from a world where community was natural and taken for granted to a world now that's craving community where we don't quite we don't talk about it we're not conscious of it we're not aware of it in the same way that we once were um yeah
0: yeah, yeah. i'm i'm on completely the same page as you i it yeah. would be it would be fantastic if um, community was more of the of the standard of the default yeah and, and so, we, yeah we, there's a
1: we, we've started doing that though man i mean you, have, yeah. you and i have started talking about it quite openly in the sense of um, talking more openly about the effect of our environment on us, yeah, and and taking acknowledging more that we are not fully in control all the time, yeah, you know, for Ob- sure, obviously yeah. you don't want to co- you don't want to make any excuses, but you also don't want to beat yourself up unnecessarily. Yes,
0: yes, you want to be practical. I think yeah, I, seriously, man. I think environment is such a big effect on us. It's it's huge. It's everything, um, and yeah, I don't know how to. I don't know how we would turn the, turn the tables and start going in the other direction again to get back to that community thing. Cause it's, it is almost, uh, I mean, in, I'm saying as an overall default, I think everyone should be making an effort. Like for me personally, after, you know, these kind of conversations, the first thing I'm like, okay, cool, more effort, more effort, more effort to create community. Um, but I think in, in general, it might always be a fight in the, in the more individualistic, uh, cultures it might, it might always be a fight and an effort in the other direction because of the overwhelming tidal wave of culture that, you, that you're fighting against. Yeah. And there are advantages to the, to the culture of individualism. Like there's, there's, um, there's, that, one, there's that one saying, if you, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go further, go together. Have you heard that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like that's the thing about individualism is if you want to get stuff done quickly... And you want to blast through, um, blast through the way things are, and you want to be innovative. You c- being individualistic, at a, to a certain point, is really good. Yes. Like a lot of our, I mean, hey, but, maybe a lot of our progress is thank, like thanks to the the individualistic tendencies of this yes. culture. However, it's undeniable the negative effects that it can have.
1: But that's why I said earlier just now that what we the state that we want to be in is a state where we can seek that solitude and be individuals away from the community and so for example think about think about growing up in your family right so you grow up in a family when you want alone time and you for example i used to draw a lot when i was a kid um what would i do i'd say goodbye community i'd go off to my room and i'm alone now i'm an individual it's my room, it's my space. And when I need that community again, I just open my door and I'm back in the community. Yeah. And but now think of it reversed. Think of it like now you're you're at home alone as mo- as a lot of us are these days. And 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 many of us are alone even if we're living with someone. Mm. Cuz we haven't ha- we have a flatmate but we don't have a friend or we don't have a family member. We yes. don't have a community.
0: I just, you like, know? very quick point on that yeah. I want to add is that I actually have started to think that that can actually have an increased negative effect because you're living with someone that you're not connecting with. Yeah. And, and that might be triggering stuff in you that's saying, is this an enemy? Why don't they want to connect with me? And yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm saying, like, this is out of your control, these thoughts that are going through your head. Yeah. But they might be. And yeah. so it actually might increase the intensity of the isolation.
1: Yeah no absolutely i think that's a that's a good point
0: yeah and you're, and you're right man the, at the moment the the this the default isn't what you were saying about the family like going away to your room to get the isolation and coming back to community now what you're saying is it's the opposite the default is
1: being alone being alone and then having to desperately like opening the door and there's no one there yeah you know you open your door from your room and there's no one there and and um And also there isn't an obvious place. Like
0: for instance, okay, let's say you open your door, you see no one's there. Where do you go? No, exactly, where do you go? Yeah.
1: So so that's why, you know, people are struggling with anxiety and depression and motivation and why everyone watches Netflix and eats badly and has, it's like everyone's trying to get, everyone's into self-improvement because we're all stuck on our own and we feel like it's all our fault and we all broken and lack ambition and need to start our own businesses. It's like, nah, man, maybe we're just not living in community. Yeah. Like maybe we just need to live together more. And, and, um, because the point isn't like Ray Dalio said, it's like the point's not to cut your way through the forest. The point is to find a gang of people and just cut, cut your whole life and, And never quite reach the end because there's nothing at the end. All there is, is cutting with the people because you get to the end of the forest and look up and there's another forest. It's like, and so, um, yeah, man, my big thing now is, you know, how can I, how can I build community? So whether it's in my running community, whether it's with my family, um, whether it's with my friends, um, how can I, how can I, make sure that I'm not turning my back, that I'm not taking this for granted, that I'm being involved. Um, I mean, I mean, yeah, an interesting question. Like, why, why is it that we are... Why do you think that we shy away from that? Why, why is it that we pursue these lives of individualism? Um, I, th- I think what I was saying earlier about the
0: cultural tidal wave, I think when you look left and right what you see and what you think you see is people thriving by themselves. And then you think to yourself, well, I'm Maybe there's something wrong with me. I'm not good enough. Um, And it's seen this. I'm not sure about, but for some reason it's seen as a weakness to retreat back to community. It's seen. So I had to, as an example, I had to go back to my parents' place because I needed help with this thing or I needed the support.
1: Yeah, now suddenly you're, you're, you're incompetent and you can't take care of yourself. And- exactly,
0: exactly. I don't know where that comes from, but that, that I think is the reason why it, that's deep in the back of our heads for some reason is that we think, no, we can't fall back. We can't go back to community. We have to show that we are capable. And I guess the showing, that's maybe where it is, is like you don't want to show that you, you don't want to outwardly reveal that you think you might be incapable because that might make then the people around you, uh, not want you to be around. Like that's also kind of like a tribal thing. A mm. tribal thing is don't show weakness, like show that you can keep up with the tribe. Yeah. Whereas now the keep up with the tribe is be very individualistic, which is bad for the tribe. It's bizarre. Yeah. Like, and how did we get <laughs> Yeah.
1: Like who, who are we imitating? Yeah. You know, who, by being these strong independent individuals who who are we imitating well i think i think what we're trying doing to is, act like i think we're imitating um half a story
0: it's kind of like what i was what we've been saying is like the mark zuckerberg story we're imitating half the story we don't see the community with you saying other people you admire they um posting their work online and stuff like that you think oh you know how are they doing it but we're seeing half the story maybe they are in a space where there's people around them all the time maybe they live with really good friends and they have a, a sense of community we don't see that so yeah. that's our, when you say like who are we imitating the the problem is we might be imitating half stories so mm. we're pursuing this imitation thing and it's sending us it's sending us in the wrong direction
1: mm.
0: and i and i it's for me it's it's uh, also yeah. happens when because we are uh, geographically separated and we're not spending a lot of time in each other's presence, you're not you're not seeing or hearing the ups and downs, the good and bads, the struggles. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously th- these conversations often go towards like the social media side of things, which is th- what people are presenting is that thin sliver. So we of their of the good stuff. Yeah. So uh, that's also part of our imitation is saying, oh, they look like they're getting on. And, and the thing is, if someone's posting a photo of something they've done well, who's in the photo? It's just them.
1: Yeah.
0: People never share photos of, oh, look what I've achieved. And the only time is maybe, you know, at university, that classic photo of, oh, here's me and my parents. And people give a shout out, like, I've got through university and it's all thanks to these people. No They're worries. my family. That's like one of the last times. And then as soon as after that, if someone does well in a job or like, they buy their first car and they're celebrating it Mm. they don't have their family in the photo they don't have their team their colleagues who are a big part of their success they don't get their colleagues involved so the story we see is an individual dominating
1: it's so funny you say that because i actually thought yesterday i had this thought yesterday when i run the 100ks i'm going to have a picture of my i'm going to have a little picture of my um my family that i'm going to carry with me and whenever there's like a photo op, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold it up. That's amazing. Know? Are you serious? You thought of that? Yeah, That's man. So cool. That's so weird that you said that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna hold it up, and maybe even maybe even get one of the like the boys, you know? And yeah. And and every photo op that I get, just hold those up Bro. to acknowledge like this is not just me, you know? Like I'm doing this for these people and through these people, and I'm not here on my own. Like, I'm um, yeah. yeah. That's amazing, yeah, man. man. And I mean, just building on what you were saying, I think, I think that, uh, I wonder how much of this is linked to, probably a lot of it is linked to economics. So, you know, the way our, our, our market is structured to, th- think, think of how things are promoted. You know, you can have your own car, you can have your own phone, your own computer, your own apartment, your own house. Every, it makes sense for the marketplace that everyone has their own thing. Yeah, because then you can sell something
0: to every single individual. Exactly. Which is, yeah.
1: You don't want people in community. You don't want a group of four friends sharing a car. You want four or four living in separate apartments with different cars. You don't want them having sharing two computers in the house. You want them in their rooms on four different computers. You know what I mean? Uh, you're hitting on something huge. Yeah, man. man. And- like, look, I don't, I don't know if this is. It, it, it's, it's not like this is true one hundred percent. It's probably there's probably like it's probably, I don't know, seventy percent true. I don't, know. True or I don't something? know what
0: percent it is, but I
1: was thinking about exactly what you're saying yeah, recently, so, and, and and that's this is an example of. Do you remember that thing I told you about? You know what what is the shape of a planet? People say it's round. It's like no, it's not round. It's just that the forces that that forged the planet make it round yes the, the planet doesn't have a planet there's nothing be naturally square. round to it yeah there's nothing naturally inherently round to it you know it's the forces which make it round yeah and it's just a it's just a flip it's a flipping of the of your framing of your perspective so in the same way that you know w- when you flip your perspective and you think of um you, so you can either look at a planet as being round or you look at the forces that shape the planet. In the same way, you can either look at us and you can say, oh, we're this shape, or hold on, what are the forces acting on us, creating the shape? So the forces are the forces of the market and the forces of economics. And those are powerful, powerful forces, man. I think man. they're huge, man. And, and I'm not saying, you know, I'm I'll be the first one to say, like I, when, I talk, when I talk critically about the market or economics, or whatever, it's not coming from a place of tear it all down. I'm, I'm not like that at all. Like I'm very much a realist and, and quite practical and pragmatic. So I get it. I get that the market is a kind of a natural thing in our, in our human world. Um, but that said, it still does have its negative side effects, which is that it affects, it affects the way we conceive of ourselves. And, it, and it, 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 it morphs our understanding of, of each other because, that, that, because that's how powerful economics is. Like the desire for money has, that is, pro, it's pro, it produces behavior that, that is so overwhelmingly influential that it, it changes the whole world. You yeah. know, it completely doesn't matter what you feel about your community, doesn't matter what you feel about the world, man. If someone wants to make a buck, it all changes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, I
0: think it, yeah, it's it kind of starts from it starts from someone wanting an extra buck, and then you think, okay, well, what is the mo- what do I think is the most advantageous strategy to win that buck? And then it goes to, well, how can I uh, market and create a story around, like we were saying, try to get the individual to be the most prominent thing. Because if I do that instead of selling one laptop, I can sell four, and then that'll allow me to get an extra buck. so it starts with it starts at that root of you I think you're on it, man, that economics of it is I want the extra buck, and then the natural conclusion it seems is to paint the individual story, sell people on the individual story because then yeah. they will individually want to consume uh, as much as possible individually uh, and then yeah I get and then that becomes.
1: That becomes, that becomes the story. The culture the that, culture, be- that yeah. becomes the culture, and that's when people talk about a consumer society. That's what they mean, like a society where the culture is now. I need more stuff for me. Yes. You know, not for. Oh, for me. That's yeah. quite a big part of it. Not for community. Yeah. Not for my family. Not for my friends. I need stuff for me. Yeah. And then also you the know? thing
0: is itself. It itself it, it reinforces because if. As an example, if I, in this culture, if I decide to go slightly off trend, and I think to myself, I'm gonna spend, even though everyone else is spending money and consuming for themselves, primarily, even though they're doing that, I'm gonna go slightly off trend and I'm gonna consume for community. So I'm gonna, when I spend money, I'm gonna buy uh, buy things that will serve uh, the people around me as much as me, or if not more. So the issue with doing that is that with the the like theory of reciprocity which is so important for a community is that if you look around and you don't think people are going to reciprocate then like it doesn't take long to work out like that's not going to be sustainable because i'm going to be spending to help others but there will never be And I say never, but they'll seldom be like reciprocating spending to help me. Mm. So the only survival strategy actually is to be individualistic. Is to be individualistic. Unless you you can get a broader group of people on board. But then, how's this? Then what are you doing? You're marketing a different idea. You're marketing a different culture. And to do that is tough. To say, hey everyone, by the way, I think we should go left and not right. That's really tough you know who's really good at marketing a culture is big businesses. Yeah. So that's what you're competing against. Yeah. You're competing against like the smartest minds. But, but, and I'm not like, yeah, I, I kind of, I just want to also say, I'm also not like tear the whole system down. I'm not anti-establishment. I'm not anti-marketing. I'm like, I love business. I love capitalism. Like, you know, like I think there's value to it. So I'm not- But it can
1: be improved. That's, but I,
0: yeah, it can be improved. It can be and, improved. And, but I think, it's, I, I think it's more about- like what's a winning strategy like you can't you can't stop that machine it's going to it's a it's no. a machine that drives pretty hard but, and pretty fast but i think what can be done is just making people more aware of it i mean this conversation just like between you and me we kind of both making each other more and more and more aware of this idea and then because of that we'll move through the world in a slightly different way and be guarded against the negative side of that marketing but actually benefit from all the good side of it which is getting introduced to new stuff that
1: could improve your life genuinely yeah yeah and i think a key point to add to that is that you know we're not as uh, you know i'll speak for myself but um i'm not i'm not out here to you know i'm not i don't move through the world trying to change systems trying to because you know, I'll be the first one to admit that they're far too complex and far too big for any individual to change. Um and it's also very it's like I, I I can be idealistic sometimes, but I'm not that idealistic. You know. Um I'm I like to think of myself more as a realist, more pragmatic. I think that I think that one can one has certainly has limitations when it comes to broader society, but wow, I mean, we can make huge changes in our own lives, you know, and to me, that's where it all begins, you know, when when it's like, it's old idea. If, 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 if nobody votes, then if, you know, it's like, what's the value of one vote? Well, if everyone thought that way, then, you know, that would make a big difference. And it's the same idea. If everyone focused on trying to create community in their own lives, then there'd be profound, profound impacts on communities in in general in broader society yeah and so the best you and i can do is to not concern ourselves too much with the bigger picture because it's too big um but what ask ourselves what's in my control what what communities do i have access to that i can influence and 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 get myself involved in um and it's not i think what's important to add as well is that it's we're not talking about community as some sort of fluffy buzzword but a real like i think of Living in community is a it's it's a it's a different way of being. It's a it's it's almost like it's a spiritual thing because it means it means having to put to bed a, a big portion of one's ego and a big portion of what one wants and you know like this whole concept of I this whole concept of like I need my space, you know i mean i get it i'll be i'll be the first one to say sometimes i need my space i I get it but that doesn't mean that it's a normal or natural thing it's it's a very it's a very modern thing i need my space you know i mean very seldom in the past could you be like i need my space well okay you can go to that corner of the barn (laughs) you know or the outside
0: or or like (laughs) like yeah, have a go. Like venture out of the village and see. Yeah, what
1: happens. <laughs> fine, dude. Go have your space in the jungle. Get eaten by a lion. Yeah. Um, so this thing of I need my space, and not only I do, I do. I feel I need my space, but I, I feel very entitled to my space. Yeah. And you must respect my need for space. Obviously, I get it. We all go through that. What I'm challenging is this: is the way that we feel entitled to it. You know, why is it that we feel so entitled to this individual? way of being um, for me I would prefer to exist in a state of commu- in, a, in a state of of um, in a community mm. and I'd prefer to take on the burdens of the community rather than the burdens of being alone and I think that's what it comes down to for me personally yeah is
0: making that shift
1: I'm not saying that either one's better than the other although I guess I am I'm saying being community is better um, but I guess what I'm saying objectively, objectively speaking, neither one is is better than the other. Yeah. Um, however, if you are someone who, like you and I, who experiences problems being alone, the question I think we're asking oneself is, would I be more prepared to endure the problems of being in a community? Because they are also going to be problems. Yeah. Like you're going to want your own space. You might feel... You might get frustrated with people, but the thing is, okay. So, ah, oh, okay, this is actually a crucial point. Um, someone might someone might ask, you know, besides, oh, I feel better, whatever, you know, whatever, um, which might seem superficial. Why should we? Why should we exist in community? Another another reason is that a community. Essentially, you wanna you wanna try and have your home space reflect society as much as possible because then when you venture out into society you are prepared for it and you're right. ready for it right that is why children who grow up with siblings as far as i know are socialized a little bit differently and you one could say almost better than children who are brought up on their own why because society is not an only child world. Yeah. Society is a, a, a place where you have to negotiate, you have to share, you have to barter, exchange, fight sometimes. Yeah, negotiate. Yeah, all those things. And so, um, think of the role, you think of um, having an authority in the house. Why is that important? Because in reality, there's an authority. Yeah, There's the police force, there's the courts, the laws, the judges, all that stuff. So, you, I th- and that comes down to the idea of like the walled garden. It's like you want your walled garden to... It needs to be controlled, but it also needs to be a little bit wild so that when you venture out into the wild, yes. you're ready. Yes. You know what I mean? You're prepared. Yes. Yes. And that's one of the big problems with setting up an environment at home that's only catered to your individualistic um, world. its it, it may be good tonight while you're feeling a bit down, you want to have some food and just be in your space... And have some space yourself, but that, but the, but that does not reflect the world outside there. The world outside mm. there is a world of sharing, a world of millions and millions of people ha- having to coexist, of negotiation, of um, cooperation.
0: Mm. Um, this reminds me of a chat I had
1: recently with our friend Dylan. Sorry, man, can I can yeah. just f- finish one point. Go for so it. let's say you, let's say that you, and Dylan, and I were in community, yeah. living together in house. There'd be problems, but every time that there was a problem. I would just remind everyone that guys, this is life. Yeah. This is life. We're in it. Like we're 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 alive. You know what I mean? And that's that to me is what I'm craving, man, is yes. to look up in those moments and be like, this is this is the point. Cause this is what it is like in reality.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So this so this convo I had with, with Dylan was that he reminded me of the that saying that is it takes a village to raise a child. Yes. And the, the way the conversation went was about this idea that at the moment, uh, it seems like children aren't getting raised by villages, but are getting raised by a set of parents. Whereas in the past, maybe a village was raising a child. Maybe
1: it does take and, a village to raise a child. And so, and often, even now, not even a family is raising a child. Wow, yeah, not even. Because it's sometimes like often just a single mom.
0: Yes, yes, okay. And yeah. And I think this is... I think this is a really uh, the the way the conversation was going with Dylan is I think it's a huge observation because when what happens when a village raises a child well what happens is it spreads so so when when a child's just getting raised by two parents or a parent the chance that those parents are going to enable that child with all the the skills the child needs is super low but if you spread I mean it's there's a chance but if you spread that probability out across a whole village. You know, there's more likely that the child will get a piece of everything if they're getting a little piece from everyone in the village. Yeah, it's it's a it's a better simulation of reality. That, exactly, and that's why it reminds me of it, man. is because that is what reality is. It's a, is it's a village of people who are different, and some annoy yeah. you, and some are great, and some and are, are
1: smart, and some aren't so smart, and some are strong, and some aren't so strong. And that, and that's why, for example, this this thing now of. Um like in days gone by, for example, um, it was it was normal for strangers to discipline um, their neighbor's children or yep. some strange child. And now that is
0: frowned and upon. And so frowned
1: upon yeah. now, man. But, you know, obviously you don't want strangers smacking your kid on the head. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time you know, if my neighbor has spotted <laughs> some Imagine behavior, that was us, like
0: it's frowned upon, like strangers <laughs> should be able to just whack yeah, up your it. kids. <laughs> um, so
1: this, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that it, let's say your neighbor, your neighbor sees your neighbor sees your son doing something. That's that's not appropriate um, and calls him out on it. Like, Hey boy, like, you know, watch yourself or Hey, whatever your son's name is. Hey, um jeremy uh don't do that uh get off my lawn um i'll speak to your father you know um the value of that is what if you know maybe your son is doing something wrong yeah and what your neighbor is doing he's doing a great job of bending him into shape and um i think that that is just so profound man because because we need i think we have too many people who live again so if you think about it like in the same way that an individual isolates himself off from reality, a family can do the same thing. Like, a family can cut themselves off from reality, where the whole, like, this mini community is, like... And I think a lot of, that's what a lot of families do, is they, they yeah. do cut themselves
0: off. And the thing is, by cutting them off, they rob the kids of the opportunity to bump up against the boundary walls yes. of, of society. Of like, yeah. So, like, that kid kicking the ball into the neighbor's lawn and then the neighbor saying, hey, why are you doing that? That kid... Just got the opportunity to, to handle that situation. Yeah,
1: yeah, to learn to learn where this boundary is, to learn how to act appropriately. Um, yeah, so so maybe
0: that's actually so the whole thing like a village to raise it takes a village to raise a child. Maybe it's not just like the fact that. they will get influenced by all the individuals within the village. But actually the structure of a village means that you might kick your ball into someone else's yard every now and then Mm. and have to learn how to deal with that situation, which is, as you said, a more realistic simulation of actually getting out there in the world where you're trying something and you, by mistake, kick your ball into someone else's yard and have to deal with it.
1: Yeah, and now you're... Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean... Because because you're gonna have to learn those lessons at some stage, you know whether it's don't kick your ball into the other neighbor's yard or, um, you know, be punctual or you know if you have more people giving you those cues, the social cues, you're gonna you're gonna learn you're gonna you're gonna learn to play the game of reality better. I mean that's a really nice way of thinking about reality. Actually, is it's a game, and the more people that you bump up against, the more people in your community. The the quicker you start to figure out the rules, the 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 more efficient you become at analyzing problems, at thinking about what to do next. Uh, And man, I think you know, like uh, that's 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 the power of of your being community. You you learn to play. You learn to play the game well. Um, Mm, Yeah, I mean, you learn
0: certain behaviors. Like here's an example. Let's say you were living in a community, in a village, and you say to your parents, hey, I really want to learn how to build chairs. I really want to learn how to build furniture and build my own things. I want to design them and I want to make them. And I, I think I could do a really good job doing it. And your parents say, well, we don't know how to do that, but our neighbor Charlie the, the chairmaker. Charlie the chairmaker <laughs> knows how to good do old that. Charlie, good old Charlie, go <laughs> over to Charlie's house, yes, and he will teach you. So yes. in the so now in the village and and the Just advantage. Don't go
1: into his basement.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the role of the parent give the warnings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. don't go into his basement. Yeah. but go visit him. There are no chairs down there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, so so no, but now the kid what i'm saying is the kid isn't just going to learn how to make chairs the kid also just learned that you can go to other people who know how to do stuff ask them to help you and learn stuff yeah which is an important lesson yeah man man. that's the thing like that's a lesson we actually don't get to learn
1: and again that 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 comes again we, we keep going full full circle back to some of the things we discussed in the beginning you know that comes back to the idea that that we don't have we don't have what it takes on our own yeah you know we we need community if we if we think to ourselves i want to make chairs but i can't make chairs and no one and my parents don't know how to make chairs it's like i guess i guess i'll never make chairs but there's kids out there who've been taught to go like you said to go out there and find people who can make chairs And they don't even think about it. They just do it. It's like an instinct. Yeah. And there's a lot of people out there today, myself included, yourself probably included. It may not be making chairs, but there's something that we want to do that we're not doing because we haven't got off our ass and gone up to someone, knocked on their door and said, hey, can you teach me this? Or hey, can can you mentor me? Hey, can you, you know what I mean? It's, it's. Yeah, man, it's it's a, it's a really amazing it's an amazing quality in people when they when they have that sense of 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 I don't know, it's it's like an it's an instinct to reach out, an instinct yeah. to engage, to to seek that knowledge and not expect it all to be put in your lap. Um Absolutely. You know. Can we wrap it up there, man?
0: Sure, man. Yeah, let's wrap it up there. That's a cool call to action because if you're listening right now, Get out there and go speak to Charlie, the chairmaker. Whoever yeah. that is in your life, send them a message today. Walk up to them. Reach out to someone who could help you get where you want to be.
1: Yeah, and, and, and invest in community. You know, be in community. Uh, it's, not a, it's not a trivial decoration on the outside of you as an individual. You as an individual are the decoration on the community. You know what I mean? It's a totally different way of thinking about yourself. Um, we want to, we want to live in a house where we can engage with our family and that's the primary way of being, but then go into our room, close our door and be alone, but then open the door and be at the family again. You don't want to be in an empty house, go into your room, be alone still, open the door and there's no one there. You know what I mean? And that's, that's the problem that a lot of us are in right now with our, the way that we've structured our lives. We've, we haven't invested in community whether that's uh, our work community, whether that's our friend, friend community, our, our commu- the communities th- involving our hobbies, um, and we're miserable and we're anxious and we're wondering why we aren't good enough. But the truth is we are good enough, it's just that we're alone. And um, obviously there's always things that we can work on as individuals, there always will be. I think it's indescribable how impactful a community can be. It can, it can totally change your life. Just like this running community has totally changed the way that I think about running. It's changed my conception of my own abilities. It's changed everything, you know? Um, and that's just one small community that I've only been involved in for a few weeks. Imagine a community that you dedicate years to, decades to, you know? It'll change your life.
0: Thanks for listening. Until next
1: time. Cheers, Greg. Cheers, dude. Thanks a lot.